We are holding out for a hero. My country has invited me to die for it, and I RSVP'd yes, queen. And welcome back to Miami. But you never thought you'd see me again. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, December 16th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies, but first, your entertainment headlines. Queer Eye star Jonathan Van Ness will be branching out at Netflix with a solo project inspired by his weekly podcast, Getting Curious. EW debuted an exclusive first look at the new reality series of the same name, with each episode diving deep into a question that makes the host curious. The show, produced by World of Wonder, which is the same company behind RuPaul's Drag Race, will debut on Netflix in January. But you don't have to wait until then to see more of Van Ness. He will also appear in the upcoming sixth season of Queer Eye, of course, which will hit Netflix December 31st. And in case you missed it, the season finales of Survivor and The Masked Singer were last night. I won't spoil it here who won, but you can check out that and get other news, reviews, interviews, and much more at EW.com. Now, time to unleash today's number three pick, Mick Gruber. Will Forte is back as the eccentric special ops agent who is finally released after rotting in prison for over a decade. His new mission? To take down a mysterious villain from his past, Brigadier Commander Enos Queef. Gotta enunciate that one carefully. With the entire world at risk, McGruber will have to reassemble his old team, Kristen Wiggs' Vicky St. Elmo and Ryan Phillippe's Dixon Piper. The game has changed, but the players are the same, although the cast also includes new additions Sam Elliott and Lawrence Fishburne, plus Billy Zane as Queeth. Here's a preview. Are you sure about this, sir? No, Major, I'm not. This son of a bitch is our only hope. He's what we like to call a problem inmate. Why is that? He doesn't play well with others. Is this what you want? We need you, McGruber. Why me? You were specifically requested. Mac, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It's a suicide mission. Who let the dog out? My country has invited me to die for it, and I RSVP'd yes, Queen. Uncle Sam tells you to jump and you go get your jumping shoes. Classic McGruber. Oh, welcome back, McGruber. You have dearly been missed. You can stream all eight episodes of the new series on Peacock right now. Trivia. It's trivia time. What Oscar-nominated director is a self-professed superfan of McGruber? Paul Thomas Anderson, Greta Gerwig, or Christopher Nolan? Stick around for the answer. We've got another long-delayed return for our number two pick, The Real Housewives of Miami. Yep, eight years after The Miami Wives last appeared on Bravo, they're back for a fourth season, now on Peacock, with some familiar faces and some trailblazing newcomers. Returning to the series are Larsa Pippen, who left after the first season to enter the world of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Lisa Hochstein, and Alexia Ekvaria, who's the only one to appear in every season of RHOM. 
The new arrivals include Dr. Nicole Martin, an anesthesiologist who's mending fences with her estranged father, Julia Lemigova, a former Russian beauty queen and the franchise's first openly gay housewife, and Gerdia Brera, a Haiti-born, Paris-raised interior designer and luxury event planner. Together, they'll take viewers on a wild ride of fun and friendship with drama despair, of course. Here's a preview. This is the best city in the entire world. Living in Miami, you can be you, and people are accepting. Martina Rizloy, she's my wife. Surprise! I feel like Adriana's like a mosquito. I just want to, like, swat her away. Hands out, out, let's go. <laughs> I'm obsessed with my OnlyFans. What are you up to today? If you're making $10,000 a day, you're showing more. Back off, Gertie. Oh my God, you're very aggressive. Well, did we need this show back in our lives? Maybe not. Are we glad it's back? You bet. You can stream three new episodes of The Real Housewives of Miami on Peacock now. Stay tuned, our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, editor-in-chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. We would be remiss if we didn't mention that HBO Max's competition series Finding Magic Mike premieres today, which puts 10 men through a Magic Mike-style boot camp to learn various sexy dance routines. Magic Mike star Adam Rodriguez appears on the show as a mentor, so we recently caught up with him to ask, what you watching? All right, some of my favorite shows I'm watching right now. Um, My wife and I just finished a show called Vida that I thought was great. Dope sick was really intense and uh, I mean, tragic, but really well done. Enjoyed watching that, supporting my girl Rosario. Um, there's a show called Acapulco that's really funny on Apple. And, uh, and I just finished watching uh, BMF, seeing my man Wood Harris in there doing his thing as always, and his brother Steve. Uh, that, was, that was enjoyable. All great picks there. You can stream Vita and BMF through Stars, and you can find Dope Sick on Hulu and Acapulco on Apple TV+. And now, time for a number one pick that might hit a little close to home right now, Station Eleven. Based on Emily St. John Mandel's acclaimed novel, which was one of EW's top 10 fiction books of the 2010s, by the way, HBO Max's new limited series tells the story of a devastating flu pandemic and the ways in which the survivors try to both rebuild and hold on to what was most important from the old world. See, we told you it might hit close to home. 
But newbies shouldn't let the pandemic plotline scare them away. At its heart, the show, like Mandel's novel, is a beautiful affirmation of life. Here's a preview. I think this thing is really happening. You can see it out there. Uh, can I have your attention, please? We have shelter. We have food. This is the best thing that could have possibly happened. We're the traveling symphony. We travel for a reason. Let's try to make the world make sense for a minute. No one finds people from before. Sometimes I think we should be out there looking for them. If you couldn't tell from that trailer, Station Eleven takes place across multiple timelines. The first three episodes, dropping today, introduce the key players in their blissful pre-flu ignorance and show how they fared in the afterworld. Mackenzie Davis's Kristen, for instance, becomes a founding member of the Traveling Symphony, a troupe of actors and musicians who wander the post-apocalyptic landscape, while Matilda Lawler plays a young Kristen in the early days of the pandemic. Davis also appears in the latest video from EW's Bold School series. Here's the actress on the advice she likes to give to younger actors. When I started, I was just so permeable. Like, I looked up to everybody. I, I without anybody knowing or intending it this way, I was treating every single person around me as like a lesson, I was constantly absorbing information and trying to understand how to be and how to sort of survive and how to do it in the best way. Like the way I'll have a conversation with a director or writer that I know really well and where we're like trying to figure something out and then seeing like a younger actor witnessing that and wanting to kind of frame things in a way that they weren't framed for me so that it's not like, it's like, well, so <laughs> the reason I'm talking this way about this thing is because of like a long conversation that we had about this other thing. And normally I wouldn't do this, but in this situation it is appropriate because of this relationship. I don't know, I was just so absorbent when I was younger and kind of like wished I had um, context for some of the things I was absorbing. And so I, I like try, you know, unsolicited to just be giving context all the time. So maybe it's really, uh, yeah, unasked for. You can check out that full video at EW.com, and you can stream the first three episodes of Station Eleven on HBO Max. Trivia. And now, the answer to today's trivia question. What Oscar-nominated director is a self-professed superfan of McGruber, Paul Thomas Anderson, Greta Gerwig, or Christopher Nolan? This answer is probably really going to surprise you. It's Christopher Nolan. The Tenet director has said there were moments in the 2010 McGruber movie that had him, quote, howling uncontrollably and sent an email to director Yorma Taccone telling him he couldn't wait to see the TV series. True story, folks. Well, that is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. 
Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall.